Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy from the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and first with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, in every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Lacey K. Booth with us today. She's a country music artist and Texas native who was a season favorite on season 17 of American Idol and placed in the top five. She released her debut collection in 2021 and has a new single slated for release soon. And she's also hitting the road with Blanco Brown, Hunter Girl, and Noah Thompson to close out the year. And we're excited to have her on the show to talk about all that and then yes. some. So welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank y'all so much for having me. It's a pleasure it's to be here. It's a pleasure to have you too. Yes. Um, you know, last couple of years have been rough. Um, how have you kind of managed through and what did COVID affect you on you? Well, gosh, so I was on Idol in May of 2019 is when I got through with American Idol. Wow. And wow. I moved directly to Nashville that summer and um, signed a record deal that December of 2019. And I was just... Mm. Oh, wow. I felt like everything fell into my lap. It was just incredible. And then COVID hit oh, and I was like, whoa, okay. Reality check. <laughs> Amazing. <Yeah. clears throat> now, since then, how have you kind of maneuvered through this to kind of, again, the good thing is shows are back going and all that oh, now, yes, but through really. that era where the 2020 and 2021, how did you kind of maneuver through that? Oh gosh, it was really hard. I think for everybody, but I just, put my nose to the grindstone and just started writing with anybody and everybody I could. And I wrote by myself a lot. Oh, wow. And wow. that first year that I was in Nashville, I wrote over 300 songs, just experimenting oh, wow. with what I wanted to do in country music as a new mm -hmm. artist. And it was, it was really therapeutic for me to, to be writing that much at that time. So did it help you find who you are? Absolutely. It helped <laughs> me very much discover what I wanted to do in music for sure. Oh, love wow. that you know you know a lot of times you know you always hear advice that that's the number one advice mm -hmm. you hear is find who you are in music right. and so that's a good thing that you found it before you really pushed out there <laughs> absolutely <laughs> now as you know a lot of people would ask when did you know you wanted to do music but i always like to go deeper than that when did it click for you that this could be a career Wow. Um, good question. I, so my dad is a Texas country music artist. And so uh, I grew up, just watching him. <laughs> I just grew up watching him do his thing. And, uh, and I knew that I wanted that, but when it clicked to me that I could do it, uh, wasn't until American Idol. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. I always, you know, I always wanted to do it, but I didn't have the confidence or didn't, think that I could really, you know, be that girl out on stage singing in front of <laughs> watching uh, until then. So <laughs> what made you try out for Idol? Oh, goodness. I had tried out for The Voice like two times before mm. I mm -hmm. attempted Idol and I got rejected both times. So I was like, I'm done with the TV show thing. <laughs> and then um, I was actually studying for a, a quiz or a test in college um and my mom was like american idol tryouts are in houston let's go and so she drove me <laughs> I had my flashcards i was like this ain't it ain't gonna work mom and uh i was always scared because i know i have a soft voice pretty quiet voice smoky voice so i didn't think that it would be heard in a room that big uh, yeah yeah and it was and it surprised the heck out of me 
So each round that was going on, what were your thoughts that as you, as all of a sudden you were able to move the next round? Oh, I couldn't believe it. I remember <laughs> after I made it past the first round, I was in disbelief, but I just like put my hands together and started praying that if this is the road for me, just let me make yeah. all the right decisions musically <laughs> and personally and all, all the things. And with each round, it just became a bigger dream. <clears throat> so, you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in everything you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to reach any level within entertainment. And I always want to talk about that side of it because I think it's kind of glossed over within mm -hmm. the entertainment world. Yeah. So, Absolutely. so tell us a little bit about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through that even get to where you are today. Goodness. I feel like, <laughs> you know, in college, I took this course and I remember Wendy Williams uh, had a, like a little zoom session with us and was telling oh, yeah. us that the road to success is a lonely one. And that always mm -hmm. stuck with me because nights in hotel rooms on tour and, and just, you know, not doing what everybody else in your friend group is doing. That can be pretty lonely. Sometimes mm -hmm. this, mm -hmm. this road is, can be pretty lonely, but also just being in the public eye. That's, that's really hard on, on somebody. Um, I remember in back in Idol, they tell you not to read the comments on, on social media, and I read all the comments. <laughs> but I got thick skin now, so. So how do you handle the trolls? Because you know that's the sad part of the internet is, oh, it is. anybody anonymously can say what they want, whatever they want. And you know, for young artists that are trying to rise in this, it's got to be the hardest thing. So how do you handle that side of it? You know, for a while, it really got to me. I remember my mom would, you know, come up to L.A. while I was an idol, and I would just lay in her lap and cry about some of the stuff people would say about me. But then I started putting myself in their shoes, the peop the trolls' shoes. Yeah. And I thought, what a miserable place you have to be in in life to, to get on social media and just try to rip apart other people. That has to be mm -hmm. a really miserable place to be in. So yes. now yeah. I just kind of have sympathy for <laughs> so was there ever a comment that was made that you just had to laugh? Oh, plenty. All, all the time. You know, one thing people yeah. love to do is tell me what parts of my face and body are fake. And I'm like, oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't have fake teeth. Maybe one day I will because I, yeah. but no, not yet. <laughs> it's just amazing the things that people come up with. It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> you know, I see, sometimes you wonder, are they trying out to be a producer of a movie or something? You know, <laughs> they're coming up with all this. Well, you know, yeah. why not take that creativity and put it right. somewhere positive? Absolutely. Ex that's yeah. exactly right. Put in something positive for sure. Because a lot of the trolls, they do have creativity, <laughs> you know. <laughs> with yeah. some they're very creative with that. their mean comments. <laughs> 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 so, um now let's flip the script and kind of go the other way. What are outside of Idol? What are a few wow moments that you've had? Oh gosh, just getting to be in Nashville has been mm. a big eye opener for me. I, all the music that I listened to when I was younger, it was you know most of it was created here, and just getting to write with writers who have written my favorite songs. Wow. That's just wow. been like one of the coolest things that has ever happened to me. Um, and just, you know, Nashville is a beautiful place and everybody here has been so supportive, even other artists, producers, mm -hmm. people in the industry. 
um, I was pretty uh, introverted as a child. And so I've, I've really opened myself up in this town. And so I think that's been one of the greatest, greatest parts since Idol. Yeah, we travel back and forth to Nashville quite a bit. Oh, we love Nashville. Planning on eventually moving there. Um, really? We have noticed that Nashville really does, especially the music community, take people in. It's like, you yeah, know, they accept, very they accept everybody. They do. They really, really do. Beautiful people <laughs> here. <laughs> and it's been really cool on our show that we've gotten to have people on that we grew up listening to on the radio. Oh, and stuff. yeah. We're fans of it. And it's because we're just two people mm -hmm. that decided to start a show in January 2020, yeah. a couple months before. Really? <laughs> that is amazing. I'm so proud of y'all. That's a, that's awesome. Well, thanks. Oh, and, and here we are so. 600 shows later. So. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on 600 shows. Damn. Thanks. Thank <laughs> What's well, part of your song, right? Yeah, right. I'm singing it anyway, so I might as well say it. <laughs> yeah, song, yeah. <clears throat> so you're going to perform a song for us, right? Yeah, I have my guitar sitting right here, so I figured I would. Uh, oh, perfect. <laughs> so I'll do a new song that uh, hopefully will be released soon. It's called Damn Good in a Dive Bar. Awesome. Um, Can't wait to hear it. And the story behind it is um, uh, I love going to dive yeah. bars. To have fun, yeah. Uh, and my ex boyfriend actually asked me one night, Why do you always love going to dive bars? And I said, <laughs> I look damn good in a dive bar, <laughs> I can wear as little or as much makeup as I want, you know. Sure, pretty dark in there, yeah. Dave in the corner doing karaoke. I walk in and everybody knows me. It's one of those places. Still look smoky and I look smoking. This plain white tank top. It could be a black dress, Miller like champagne. Ain't nobody careless. All the critics here are easy to impress and don't I know it. Bars on the high-rise, Levi's in the low-life Boys say, hey, there ain't you side You can write my name in Sharpie on the wall But you can't take me home when you call the last call Two-dollar buzz breaking me on hearts I look pretty damn good in a dive bar It's always pickle juice and vodka. Kitchen's closed, honey. Don't worry, I got you. Pour me one more, even though I ought to not. I don't really dance, but I might. Eyes on the highs, Levi's in the low light. Boy, say, hey, there ain't you side. You can write my name in Sharpie on the wall, but you can't take me home when you call. Last call, two dollar buzz breaking me on hearts. I look pretty damn good in a dive bar. In a dive bar. The red lipstick on the bathroom mirror. Maybe I don't give a 
damn good in here. I look pretty damn good. Us on the highways, Levi's in the low life. We'll say hey, ain't you sorry? You can write my name in Sharpie on the wall, but you can't take me home when I call the last call. Two dollar buzz breaking me on hearts. I look pretty damn good in In a dive bar. Ooh, ooh. Oh, love it. Oh, Great song. Good. Thank you. And and that's the new song you're planning on releasing, right? I am. I'm trying to get it out as fast as I can. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Now, as you know it. To do all of this, it takes a team. And in our opinion, does, teams yeah. never get any love. They don't. But on I our know. show, they get a little love. Yeah. So yeah. take a few teams moments and tell us a little bit about the team that helps you be who you are. Oh, my gosh. So team, a team is everything. And I'm so grateful for mine. I actually have a manager named Alyssa. Uh, she was, she's actually over my label that I signed with from Idol, 19 oh, wow. Records. And I went through a time of just, you know, trying to find the right team when I was in Nashville. And she was always there for me. She always had my back with everything. And gosh, um, there was a time when I didn't have a manager and I really needed one. And she just stepped up and she said, I got you. And it's been incredible from then on. She's just such a champion of mine and believes and what I do creatively. And that's the most important thing, having a team around you that lets you be a creative. It's just, it's so important. Exactly. And you know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our 10 yes, year old that we bring on last couple name questions. His is Christopher. So Sandy's going to get him. Give. Amazing. And, and while we wait for him, what's kind of next for you? Gosh. So I'm going on the road with Blanco Brown uh, this next month. I'm so excited. I bet um, that's going to be awesome. I think just releasing music and, and getting out in front of crowds as much as I can. And uh, I really hope that the next these next songs that I release um, just really relate. And, and I hope people love them as much as I do, because it's taken me a while to find my sound and to find my vision. But I feel like I've finally found it. So what's been a crazy moment? When you were on Idol, that happened. Oh my gosh, so many crazy moments! Goodness, um, I guess the live shows were were the craziest ones for me because I remember, you know, I'd walk out there and and Ryan Seacrest would say, "Hey, Christopher, hey. how are you?" You good? Uh, Ryan Seacrest would say, "You know, when the red light comes on and." I announced it. We're live with however many million people. And it was just, I never fully comprehended that. And I'm glad I didn't because I probably would have just, you know, fell out. In those days. Uh, but it's just looking back on it, all of it was wild. Getting to bond with Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, Lionel Richie, and, and just in the whole top 10, that top 10 in American Idol that I had that experience with was, was just super incredible. I like to eat. So, what's your food? My favorite food. Yes. Oh, seafood. I love seafood. I grew up in the Gulf Coast around Galveston, ah. so I I love seafood. 
What's yours? Mine's pizza. Yours is pizza. I love pizza. What's your favorite toppings? Pepperoni sauce and supreme and pineapple. He's got four faves. (laughs) All together? Not together, but all different. (laughs) I've never (laughs) tried pizza with pineapple on it, so I guess I'm going to have to try that. What's funny is, you know, so many people that we've interviewed have when they asked him what kind it was always the other without the pineapple and they would say have you tried pineapple no and finally one day he's like well order a pineapple and so <laughs> and then they started liking it yep that's awesome yes. <laughs> what's your favorite tv show favorite tv show goodness that's a hard one um i think right now the crown is my favorite tv show what's mm-hmm. yours oh mine is spongebob uh, i love spongebob too SpongeBob is like one of my favorites. I grew up on wrong with SpongeBob, right? <laughs> I think I know like every song that SpongeBob sings. Hmm. Like the best time to wear a striped sweater, the Krusty yeah. Krab pizza. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So, what's your movie? My favorite movie is called My Best Friend's Wedding. It's a Julia Roberts movie. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Mine is Minions. <laughs> Minions. <laughs> Pizza, Minions, and Spongebob. That's amazing. Yep, that's his life, right? (laughs) (laughs) Bye, thanks. Bye, Christopher. Great to meet you. Yeah, he he definitely loves to be on the show and all that. That is amazing. So if you could co-write with any artist, who would it be? Casey Musgraves. And why? I just, I'm a huge fan of what she does and how unique she is. and, And I know she probably has had to fight a lot of people in this industry to be as authentic as she is. And that's just really inspiring to me. And yeah, I would love, I would love to write with her. And if you could bring back any past artists who's passed on, who would it be to spend a day with you? Patsy Klein. Oh, oh, that's that a great one. I That was crazy by Patsy Klein was the first song I learned and sang as a kid. And that was like, it was probably almost annoying how much I sang that song in front of people. Uh, <laughs> I sing it all the time. And yeah, I, I love her. She's a gem. <clears throat> so what's a song you've heard that you wish you wrote? Oh my gosh. The House That Built Me. Uh, oh, that's, that's actually great been a popular song. answer for that. that one. Is it? It's a really great song. Yeah, I haven't heard it in a while on that yeah. que- on that question, but for a while it was like that was almost the same answer. On, on yeah. a lot of it's so beautiful and so relatable with my story, and I feel like a lot of other people's is so heartfelt. <clears throat> so back in 2015, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey, so to speak. Oh, um, that's amazing. And one of the questions that I asked her was where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the guest same question, because the answer she gave us then is to the T of what she's living now, five, six years later. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Goodness. I, that's a really good question. Um, I hope that I'm still chasing this dream and I hope that I have, you know, a couple albums out that people are, I really love him. I hope that I'm touring. I hope that I'm, you know, just really getting to say what I want and get my vision across. And hopefully, uh, you know, I'll hear my song on the radio or in the grocery store by then. <laughs> uh, but also more than anything, I just, I hope I'm happy and creating music that I love. That's the most important thing to me. So let's look 
15 years down the road and let's say that your dreams have come true. You're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you're there. What do you hope you never forget along that journey? Um, how important family is to me and happiness. And uh, yeah, that's it right there. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, what would you like your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? Oh, goodness. These are really good questions, y'all. <laughs> they make me think. Um, I hope I'm known for just being just saying and being what I want, the most authentic version of me. Um, and I came to town wanting to do this thing called Dreamy Country that I totally made up off the top of my head. And, oh, and I was really heavily influenced by a lot of country music, but huh. Stevie Nicks and Nora Jones also. And so awesome. I just hope that, you know, Dreamy Country is a thing. And, <laughs> I really a thing. and more than anything, I just lead with a lot of love. Mm-hmm. And what are some things that inspire you? Ah, <sighs> music. <laughs> um, um, just positivity overall. Um, uh, authenticity. The, my favorite artists are Stevie Nicks, Casey Musgraves, Nora Jones. Just they they don't try to be cookie cutter to make it work. They just do what they want. Chris Stapleton too. Um, oh, yes. That inspires me. Artist. Mm -hmm. And if you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? Oh, my gosh. Um, I would want to say that you are worthy of your wildest dreams. Love that. <laughs> and what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? <sighs> to be myself, to be to be myself and and to fight for that more than anything. Definitely love that. So do you have a super fan story where a fan went above and beyond? Oh, I I have, you know, from Idol, there's a lot of, like, a lot of love from the Idol community. But I remember directly after Idol, I had this little hometown show and meet and greet. And mm -hmm. So many people just drove hours and hours to come out there and see me and take a picture with me and hear me sing two songs. And I just thought that was just amazing wow. to travel all that way. Yeah. I don't have too many super fan stories. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music? I love my dogs. I love spending <laughs> time. I have, oh, yeah. I have a weenie dog. Uh, and then my brother has a weenie dog. So they're basically, he's basically my weenie dog too. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Anything I could do with them. Um, I do like going to dive bars in my spare time. And there's some great ones in Nashville. <laughs> there are, there yeah. are local <laughs> dive bars and just chilling out, having a drink. Um, and bargain. And we spent our anniversary in old red. We oh, did you? Because we, we celebrated time, yeah. 20 years marriage up there. That's yeah. a great place to, to spend the anniversary. I mean, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess our well, we spent the next day. That's oh, right. That's we right. Spent, that uh, was a Friday. Yeah, yeah, it was the Friday. The Wednesday. It was Rippies. Rippies. We, we Rippies that we spent. Yeah, we spent oh. there. And and it's funny because we so were, we were cool. walking by trying to every place we went in had like an hour wait, so we'd go next and go. yeah, we were trying. And, to, and since we had this somewhere watching the kids or two kids at night, we needed oh. we 
in and out. And, and so we were walking up by Rippy's and I said, oh, there's that, that front table right at the thing. Yeah, and right by the stage. And I so we walked stage. in mm-hmm. and they were going to look for a table. I was like, can we sit right there? And, they, were, and they, they went and asked to make sure that nobody's, you know, yeah. So we got to sit right there. Right, oh, I mean, what a perfect yeah. anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And then two days later, of course, we went, went to Old Red. Red. We had one more date night then. Get <laughs> <laughs> all the date nights you can, right? <laughs> right. <Yep>. Yes. <clears throat> so as we close out here, what advice would you give someone who wants to do what you do? Oh, my gosh. I feel like I've been preaching it this whole interview, but just to find what makes you unique, to find what you love deep in your soul, what makes you you, the most authentic version of you. And just don't let anybody try to pick it apart or tell you who you should be as an artist or what you should sound like. Just stick to your guns and and be confident in it for sure. You know, I love that advice. I remember when we were launching this show back in January 2020. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was probably the end of 2019 yeah. when we came up with the idea. A friend of mine from Nashville, I asked him, well, what kind of advice would you give us for our show? And he says, because he used to do a podcast years ago. And he said, whatever you do, be and stay authentic. He says, you might can tell every Bobby Bones joke. He said, you might can mm-hmm. tell every Ty Bentley joke. He said, and you might be good at it and create an audience, but the day mm-hmm. will come when authentic Chris comes out. Mm-hmm. When that day comes, you will lose every bit of your audience because they were never attracted to authentic Chris. So mm-hmm. if you stay and be authentic, your show may grow slower at first, but you'll grow with the right people. Absolutely. That is really, really good advice. And I never forgot that. And you know what? And it's been a fun adventure, you know. And sometimes definitely I like to talk and sometimes (laughs) I over talk. (laughs) You have have to be that kind of personality to do something (laughs) like this for sure. And sometimes I remember um, we interviewed Jeff Coffey and after the show, when he after he shared the thing, I went and looked at his thread to see if anybody made comments on it. And sure enough, somebody did. And they said, great interview, Jeff, but that host was Wendy. Yes. And I was like, What's, so I had to ask her, well, what does that even mean? I don't know what, what that means. It sounds like they meant long-winded. And I'm then assuming. I was, and then I was like, okay, I'll take that as a compliment because yeah. that's my authentic self. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, as we, so as we close out, tell everybody how they can find you. Oh, you can find me at Lacey K. Booth on all social medias. L-A-C-I-K-A-Y-E. My mom spelled it weird. I know. (laughs) But yeah, and then I'm going on the Blanco run next month that I'm really excited about. I'm opening up for uh, Hunter Girl and Noah Thompson from Idol. A couple of dates for them. And and then Diamond Rio in December. I'm excited. That's amazing. We've had Diamond Rio on. We had Jimmy on. Yeah. That's a really, really great, great guy. guy. Really? <laughs> he must be all set at the same time. <laughs> that's I guess that's what 20 years of marriage does. <laughs> yeah. You know, we really enjoyed having we you on did. the show today. Yeah. And we definitely look forward to having you back. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would love to be back. And thank y'all so much. This has been such an honor. And I, I loved every bit of it. Y'all are so sweet. And oh, please tell we appreciate it thank you for your time today (laughs) y'all have a great day bye y'all too all right that recording is off